Rajabha from Gracia. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 21st of September, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Start with a bit of sanction action. On Thursday the 14th, U.S. sanctioned Otar Parts Khaladze and Bera Ivanishvili. Parts Khaladze is the former prosecutor general of Georgia, individual in Bidzina Ivanishvili's inner circle. Bera Ivanishvili, Bidzina Ivanishvili's son, is the godfather of Parts Khaladze's grandchild. Parts Khaladze resigned from the prosecutor general post in 2013 after his criminal record in Germany went viral. The U.S. State Department also sanctioned Alexander Onyshenko, a Russian intelligence officer, for his involvement in Russia's harmful influence in Georgia, or so they said. Parts Khaladze, who has embraced his Russian identity, has been used by Onyshenko and the Russian Federal Security Services to manipulate Georgian society and politics to benefit Russia. Georgian Dream, or Otsneva members, argued that Parts Khaladze had not come near the government for over 10 years. Irakli Kobachidze, Otsneva chairman, slammed the National Bank's decision to freeze Parts Khaladze's assets and transactions. However, after Kobachidze's statement, the National Bank of Georgia, or NBC, then obediently unfroze Parts Khaladze's assets, saying that the Constitution protects Georgian citizens from international sanctions. It's actually just kind of the opposite. President Salome Zurabashvili has demanded the Georgian authorities investigate whether Parts Khaladze was a Russian agent, which of course he is. She also criticized the NBG's decision to change regulations to protect Parts Khaladze and demanded that Natya Turnava, president of the National Bank, step down. Turnava is one of the very few people who have worked under Shevardnadze, Misha, and Bidzina's governments. Speaking of the NBG, on Wednesday the 20th, several NBG board members left their posts because the bank did not comply with U.S. sanctions and unfroze Parts Khaladze's assets. Board members Nikolos Gagua, Archil Metrishvili, and Papuna Lejava, vice president and a member of the NBG board, resigned from their posts. The NBG board consists of nine members. Currently, four are bank executives. According to the law, the board cannot operate if it has fewer than five members. On Wednesday the 20th, during a parliamentary session, the opposition called for a debate on Otar Partskaladze's actions and the National Bank's decision, which led to a fight between opposition member of parliament and leader of the Agma Shenabeli strategy party, Georgi Vashadze, and representative of the ruling Georgian dream, Irakli Zadkua. Also, when the Minister of Culture was delivering her speech, opposition MPs interrupted her by covering the rostrum in a banner calling for Otsneba to sail in the direction of the Russian ship in line with the famous Ukrainian slogan. The commotion resulted in the expulsion of Georgi Vashadze from the session. Opposition MPs called Otsneba representatives Russians, while the ruling party team referred to them as agents. The disturbances continued even in the parliamentary foyer. Next, an alleged plot. Monday the 18th, the State Security Service of Georgia, in a panic, said that Georgi Lorkipanidze, a former deputy interior minister, but now deputy head of Ukraine's counterintelligence, Mikhail Baturin, former bodyguard of Misha, and Mamuka Mamulashvili, leader of the Georgian Legion operating in Ukraine, are plotting to overthrow the government of Georgia by causing political destabilization and creating civil unrest from October to December when the European Union has to make its final decision on Georgia's EU candidate status. Panic move. Security Service said the conspirators are recruiting and training Georgian youth near the Polish-Ukrainian border. They 
have the support of the NGO Canvas Outpour, a nonprofit educational institution focused on nonviolent action based in Serbia. Members of the opposition said this is an obvious and hilarious Otsneva ever to divert attention from Barcelona's sanctioning. Exactly, and good luck. Since we mentioned the EU, back to something real. On Tuesday, the 19th, Irakli Kobachidze, Otsneva chairman, unveiled last-minute measures designed to fulfill conditions for Georgia's candidacy, which are all about the famous EU candidacy for Georgia, 12 points. These measures include presenting an action plan on de-oligarchization and forwarding draft laws on common courts, electoral code amendments, and anti-corruption measures to the Venice Commission. Moreover, Kobachidze said that Otsneva would soon adopt the national risk assessment document on money laundering and will prepare the first draft of the action plan for a human rights strategy. Finally, he said Otsneva would coordinate meetings with NGOs and the EU's 12 recommendations. More on the EU's 12 conditions. On Friday the 15th, Open Society Georgia Foundation and eight civil society organizations prepared their final assessment document EU candidacy check on the Georgian authorities' progress regarding the EU's 12 recommendations. This is the last one they'll do before the decision, supposedly. The report doesn't include new information that we haven't already covered. It says the authorities have fully implemented one priority, only one, proactively considering European Court of Human Rights judgments. They have mostly fulfilled two priorities, the independence of the Ombudsman and the Public Defender's Office, promoting gender equality and combating violence against women. Partially fulfilled seven priorities, electoral and institutional reforms, establishing an independent judiciary, introducing anti-corruption measures, improving the media environment, protecting human rights of vulnerable groups, involving civil society organizations in decision-making processes, and in fighting against organized crime. However, de-oligarchization and political depolarization conditions remain completely unfulfilled. Again, this is the last one before the big decision. In international news, on Saturday the 16th, Prime Minister Irakli Karabashvili led a Georgian delegation to the 78th UN General Assembly in New York, a delegation at Sustainable Development Goals Summit, where the Prime Minister highlighted Georgia's commitment to the 2030 Agenda, UN plan of action that seeks to strengthen universal peace during the visit. Prime Minister met with UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez. Karabashvili also met Charles Michel, European Council President, talked to him about Georgia's alleged progress in implementing the 12 recommendations. On Sunday the 17th, a strong hailstorm in Kvareli municipality in Kacheti region destroyed agricultural fields and villages Gremi and Iseli, Sabue and Childa, according to locals. A half-hour hailstorm destroyed annual and perennial crops, including part of the vineyards, and also damaged the roofs of houses and cars. Locals asked the municipal and central government for help. Prime Minister said the state will compensate the people affected by the storm. Monday the 18th, City Hall of Batumi said they have opened three kindergartens in Batumi and Daba Chakvi. Archil Chikovani, Mayor of Batumi, and Turnike Rijvadze, chairman of the Ajata government, inspected these new kindergartens. Chikovani said that Batumi plans to build and renovate 22 kindergartens this year. City has allocated over 24 million lati, around 9 million U.S. dollars for these projects, benefiting over 800 children and employing 150 people. The Professional Training and Retraining Center for Convicts and Enterprise Georgia, country's export promotion agency, signed a memorandum of understanding. Because of this agreement, on Tuesday the 19th, Enterprise Georgia presented handmade craft items made by inmates, probationers, and former prisoners 
at the Mikan and Mipel Milano exhibition. Michal Chidurelli, agency director, said this was the first time they presented these crafts to foreign buyers. He said 45,000 buyers attended the exhibition with 1,500 companies from 130 countries. Georgia showcased leather wallets, belts, bags, and accessories. On Saturday the 16th, the National Statistics Service published an employment report. Second quarter of 2023, Georgia's average monthly nominal salary increased by 17%, or 263 lottie, which is about $100 US compared to the same period last year. The average salary is now 1,800 lottie, or $690 US Agency said that the sectors that have the highest salaries are IT, finance, and insurance, with 3,800, 3,200, and 2,500 lottie, respectively, or 1,400, 1,200, and 950 U.S. dollars. According to the report, the agriculture and education sectors have the lowest salaries, with 1,270 and 1,050 lottie, or about 480 and 400 U.S. dollars. Georgian Wine Festival will showcase wine, cuisine, and culture at Darrington Hall near Dartmoor in southeast of England between Plymouth and Exeter from the 13th to the 15th of October. Visitors can try Georgian wine and dishes, learn about the country's culture, and enjoy performances from the Georgian polyphonic ensemble Chivkatsa. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Before we leave, we want to thank everyone who's been listening to us and welcome all the new subscribers. We're happy the Rorschach Georgia community is growing. We're sad because we had to cancel our update about Venezuela due to a lack of audience and revenue. So please, if you enjoy Rorschach Georgia update, share it with your friends on social media. Message us with any ideas you have about how to keep growing and what else to do. Anything to keep us from having to put ads in here. Also, if you're feeling super generous, give us money in the link in the show notes. Nachbundis.